shall we? Yes, let's shall. You're, you're teasing first, are you? Let me then mention that you should like, subscribe, and or follow This Is True Really News and have all of your friends do the very same. You can find us at Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, or Bill the Wonder Streamer. One of those is made up. This is True Really News with Scott Combs and Tony Vercanis. All the news you're about to hear is true. Really? As far as you know. So you ever toss a coin in a phone? It was Bill the Wonder Streamer. Okay, I can't let it go. Well, luckily we waited till after the intro to tell everyone, so they were in suspense. You ever toss a coin in a fountain for good luck, bud? Nope. You baloney, you have to. I I go into the fountain and take the coins, and then I feel pretty lucky. (laughs) No, I've done a lot of weird things, but that's one of the few I haven't. You know, a lot of people have done it. I've tossed pennies in fountains. Oh, wait, I have. used to do it at Southdale all the time. Yeah, had the fountain there. There was a weird little fountain at Crossroads for about twenty minutes. That... Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So on the occasion, that folks were cheap. They just do pennies, <laughs> right? Nickels. <laughs> Come on, where your hundred dollar gold pieces? Let's go. Oh, folks from Medina are putting in investment portfolios in in plastic bags. You know, Ferrari. Kind of thing. Yeah. On the occasion of his yeah, very first trip on an airplane, Liu Chao of China thought to bless his travels. By throwing a handful of yuan coins into the jet engine of his lucky air flight. Sir, in the back with the hair. I'm not the brightest bulb on the tree. I could curse. Sir? Yes. This is not your best plan, sir. <laughs> I'm not mechanically inclined, but you're throwing metal into a jet engine. <laughs> this is a bad idea. So the crew saw the coins on the ground near the engine, and the flight was canceled. The plane was examined to within an inch of its life, and different arrangements had to be procured for passengers. The not-so-lucky airline said the incident cost upwards of $17,500, primarily to handle the accommodations and alternative flights for their guests. The 28-year-old Lou was arrested and held for 10 days for disturbing public order. (laughs) And being genuinely not that... Lucky Air has filed a civil suit. You want to get that? No. Okay. Hang on. I do have a question, though. Okay. Shoot. My wife is going to the Boundary Waters. Again? She, yeah, she usually, when they can, they do two trips. One with okay. Cara and Michelle, and then one with the lady she's gone with for 30-some years. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. Sure. They have an important question before they get out of range. Which is? Who is the lead singer for the Go-Go's? Belinda Carlisle. That's what I thought. Yep. Yep. You're right. Have we got that covered now and I can just close off this story? Please. Well, I'm typing. So wait a minute. Okay. I'll take my time. I should come over there with a baby seal. Eric's girlfriend. What? I'll explain in a minute. <laughs> I'll just wait right here. Everyone will wait right here. That's just No, because we have the magic of editing. Yes, we do. Never and in whose hands is it? You, but Where does it reside? In my hands. In Bill the Wonder Streamer. Uh, Bill the Wonder <laughs> I have no idea. Okay, remember when Belinda went out on her own? Yes. And did, what was it? Heaven is a place on earth. And mad about you. Yeah, but Heaven is a place on earth was the one that caught Eric's ear. That oh, okay. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was her first release. Yep. And he decided he was going to marry that girl. 
Well, he came close, I think. I He did okay. Yep. Took him a minute, but he got there. You're going to marry Belinda Carlisle? Yep. Okay. That's the one. What was he? Ken? Okay, so let's backtrack. Guy Please. throws a handful of yuan coins into a jet engine. Lucky yep. Air says bad idea. Never Cost him 17500 to handle accommodations and alternative flights. Yes, because you're not taking off <laughs> with, you know, the possibility of coins going through an engine. <laughs> 28-year-old Lou was arrested, held for 10 days for disturbing public order, and Lucky Air has filed a civil suit. Imagine! As for Lou, he places Push the blame... Off. He places the blame squarely on the airline. Are you ready for this one? For being there? Saying they should post signs not to throw coins into the engines. I'm guessing he's an only child. <laughs> There's just no other way to look at it. Uh, <laughs> Antoine? No, wait a second. I passed the baton, Antoine. I'm having a small stroke. Antoine the Mastodon, okay. I pass the baton. Uh, what would you do with um, your tusks? If anyone is going to break into your house, mm -hmm. you want it to be this guy. Oh. Write this down. Louis Angelino III. Hmm. It's a lovely the, name. The Barrington, New Jersey man works as a clerk at a liquor store. Nope, there's no booze involved in this story. To make ends meet, he has a side job. He has his own business, cleaning things. He's a house cleaner. Oh, oh, like homes you know, and stuff. Okay. Like Mary Maids. Yeah. Only yeah, yeah. Mary oh, Sirs, whatever. Yeah. So in June, uh, Andrew was on his way to clean a new apartment, a new client's apartment. Um, <clears throat> it didn't go. He basically broke into someone else's house. He went to the wrong house? He did. And cleaned it? Ah, clean it to within an inch of its life, apparently. <laughs> you could imagine the residents being kind of shocked and confused. Okay. Yeah, well, how, I would could be... this, how could this possibly happen, you ask? Uh, how could this possibly happen? Angelino cleans his friends' houses for a bit of extra cash, and in June, he managed to get a new client through word of mouth from his friends, a co-worker of one of his friends. Come clean my place. And Angelino wrote down the address. Only he wrote it down wrong. As we all oh, have done. Right? No, here's the address. There will be a key under the mat. So he arrives at the house. It's the wrong house. Looks under the mat. And guess what? There's a key. There is. <laughs> so far, everything is matching like clockwork. Yeah, so hey. he goes to work. Spends the next two and a half hours cleaning the place up, scrubbing the stove, mopping the floors. This place was cleaned within an inch of my life. When he was done, Angelino thought he'd spend a moment or two, play with the two cats that were running around the house, and got a phone call from the original client saying, So, Angelino, where are you? Angelino said, I'm, I told him I am literally in your living room right now playing with your cats and waiting for you. To which the man replied, Louis, I have no cats. Exactly. <laughs> You can't make this up. And and the shock that runs through you at that moment. And he did. He goes, what have I done? His friend comes over because I'm pretty sure he wasn't going anywhere without help. Uh -huh. um, the, they wrote a quick apology note to the home's real residence and oh took God. off. 
The real residents are Beth Motzel and her husband. Okay. Motzel said she received a panic phone call from her husband on the day when he got home. <laughs> you see, the couple been renovating their home. <laughs> yep. <laughs> renovating their home. They expected it to be what it is when you renovate. Oh, mess. Yes. And said everything was squeaky freaking clean. Hun, we've been burgled. We've been cleaned. They so cleaned us out. Someone came into our house and cleaned it. What's going on? And left a note. Her you husband explaining that one to the cops. So her husband told him about the note, which had to be kind of weird. Yeah. Um, it said that the mysterious cleaner had accidentally entered the wrong house and gave him the name and phone number. Motzel eventually contacted Angelino's friend. They got together and, you know, apologies ensued via text. Motzel said she actually felt bad for the guy <laughs> since she knew the place is being renovated. It was a big stuff. <laughs> so she's going to keep Angelino's number on file just in case they ever need a retainer in the future when it's, you know, not quite a big stuff. <laughs> so Angelino shares his story on TikTok. In TikTok? TikTok. That's the one. Like TikTok. The clock. Anyway, Pez. on, on Tiki Tacky. Yes. And he's now considering starting up an actual full time cleaning business because it's gone viral. Oh, my. Can you imagine explaining this? I will I'm clean expecting... somebody's house whom I don't know for a fee. So here's what happened to me. <laughs> he's hoping the viral video will bring in new clients for him. And they have already given him a new nickname, those that have watched. He is now known as the Cleaning Fairy. Which, when you think about it, it's way better than the Tooth Fairy. Well, it's better than the news muffin that you called me on air in St. Cloud. I don't think I ever called you a news muffin. I think you called me a news muffin. I've called you lots of things, but that doesn't <laughs> seem like one of them. <laughs> I thought for sure it was. At some point, wrong. we had Adam screaming ick from his office. That's all I can say. Okay, yeah, maybe I did. <laughs> Remember that part now. Ah, <laughs> uh, those were the days when you'd be stupid and break into anyone's house and clean it. <laughs> you know, we may want to start a stealth business like that. That would be fun. But how do you get paid? And leave an elf on a shelf. Well, I think you. Uh, I think what you do is you get people. Uh, you go out uh, to some one of those places where you can say, "Hey, uh, fund, fund me." You know, go fund me. We do fund, go fund me. me. Fund us to go break into people's houses and straighten them up. People would give you money to do that. They would. I'm not sure the local authorities would be overly impressed. Well, don't tell them. Yes, because they would never find out. <laughs> We've got a spate of house cleanings. Don't you watch Blue Bloods? Only According to Tom Selleck, I'm yep. the police commissioner. I know everything. <clears throat> and who wouldn't believe Tom Selleck? He's got that well, thing. We know he's lying because my <laughs> wife is probably the only person that knows everything. Everything, yeah, that's true. Yeah. From Patrick Reed, our man in Liverpool. And a bunch of stories this time are... He's a Liverpoolian? He's a Liverpudlian, you go. I like Poolian better. Liverpoolian. Good Lord. Patrick, how would you prefer Let's to be see. described? Just leave us a note on YouTube. I'm double out nine. Liverpool. <laughs> Liverpool Pudlian. A bitter family feud erupted upon the death of Lois Taylor in Mertoa, Victoria, Australia. Superman's girlfriend? Not that, Lois. Oh. Was, it's Lois Taylor, not Lois Lane. You goon. You she's going to change her name. She moved to Australia. <laughs> she was she was being attacked, and she moved. Anyway, um, the, it, it, Alex. what had happened is Lois had appointed her daughter, Carrie, as the sole executor of the will. 
Now, mm-hmm. Carrie's brothers saw things a bit differently and were somewhat put out when told their children would receive $10,000 in trust payments as part of Lois's estate. All right. Things came to a head recently uh-uh. when one day before auctioning off the house, the brothers, Gary and Malcolm, arrived with a digger and demolished it while sending Carrie taunting emails with pictures of the damage. Inexplicably and without evidence, the boys, 59 and 57 years old, respectively. Still not boys. No, they really aren't. They claimed Carrie had killed their mother. Gary and Malcolm were charged with damaging property and theft, carrying a maximum penalty of 10 years in jail. On a separate note, Malcolm was also slapped with charges of drug possession. Ah. The cops found eight grams of weed on him. That might explain a little bit of the... Wow. So, first... You okay over there? Yeah, it's afraid I might, you know... Fall? Anyway, we had the guy cleaning a house being renovated. Now we have a house being renovated. Oh, nice. Have, remember, people do this, and oftentimes, more often than not, they seem to find stuff. Okay. Um, a safe empty or filled with money, hmm. uh, a safe filled with guns, stock portfolios, blah, blah, Unless blah, you're blah, Geraldo blah. Rivera, then you find a safe full of nothing. You build up all the damn suspense for over two hours <laughs> and show me an empty damn safe. And then I heard the giggle from behind, and I'm sure it was Al Capone. <laughs> I'm just, that's when I stopped watching Geraldo Rivera. <laughs> I just said, okay, man, sorry. That's just too disappointing. Actually, I had stopped before that. Yep. But it was so intriguing. Oh, sure. Fool me once. <laughs> anyway, a Michigan man renovating discovered an unusual treasure, an unusual treasure beneath his house. He Dirt. was tearing up the back. Oil. In addition. Guano. I'll come over there with a baby seal and club you. <laughs> While tearing up his back door steps, he found the bowling ball. That's a treasure. And then another. Uh, well another and more yes by the time he called it a day he had unearthed a grand total of 160 bowling balls do you suppose the 33 year old Olsen was going never saw that coming yes yes he did what apparently construction workers way back in the day had decided to dispose of old bowling gear by using it as filler so a home improvement no project has, has now turned Olson into the lucky owner of dozens upon dozens of uh, bowling, bowling balls. balls. So now the question remains. Well, actually, there are two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a family man. Yeah. Are they da- are, you know, could they be dangerous to the health of his family? Sure. What in God's name do I do with them? Uh, bronze them. So he. Hey. What? <laughs> You hadn't thought of that? Sell them to the Flintstones. Um, he scrubs them up and finally found... See, all he would have had to do was ask me, all right? Yeah. And if they're using bowling balls for filler. It's going to be either a Brunswick yeah. or an AMF. Those were about the only two back then. A lot of you people don't understand uh, that Tony used to be a league bowler. Yes. And he was proud of it. You know what that means? Nothing, but I got to drink beer on Tuesday. So, hey. <laughs> These happen to be Brunswick bowling balls. Mm-hmm. He contacted the folks at Brunswick because, yes, they are still in business. Wanted to find out if they were safe. They said, um, not so fast there, fella. 
You got any pictures of these bowling ball serial numbers so we can find out if they're actually ours or not? Actually, I think they were curious as hell and wanted to see what batch they came from. Exactly. See how old they were. So he did. Tell me these are vintage bowling balls worth like a lot of money. Oh, I hope not because you're going to be disappointed. The company did some spelunking back in the Back in the deep, dark recesses. <laughs> Discovered the bowling balls were, in fact, manufactured at various times during the 1950s. Okay. They also shed further light on how the balls ended up under Olson's stairs. Back in the day, construction workers would pick up scrapped bowling balls and use them as a rather cheap alternative to gravel or sand when filling house structures. Wow. The good news, they're not dangerous. No dangerous chemicals to be disposed of. Sure. Now, what do you do with 160 bowling balls who, you know, are technically safe because he really didn't want to shove them back under the house? First answer was, why don't we clean them up and, you know, sell them to somebody or give them to somebody for their original purpose? Well, they're old. Yeah. They may not make it all the way to the bowling alley. And according to Olson, many of them were in such rough shape, they had big grooves in them. Woof happens if because if you're using old bowling balls, especially ones that were used at a lane, yeah, they would groove them so that they knew they were destined for destruction. Oh, I see. Okay, so now he's decided he's going to donate eight of them to a local church for use in a bowling ball cannon. I have several questions, one of which, and only one of which, is what's a bowling ball cannon? My second question is. What the hell is a bowling ball cannon? Cannon. And my third question is, who on God's earth would ever make a bowling ball cannon? I suppose it's like a spud gun, but bigger. With a bowling freaking ball? This sounds like a bad idea ready to just You know, blow I'm up thinking that face. would make a youth group insurance guy go nuts. Olson's <laughs> stepfather is set to receive some of the balls, too. He's going to turn them into custom furniture. I'm Okay, I'm a little intrigued. Th- this you I'd can't. like to see. Plans to keep most of them for himself because like father, like son, he's rather artistic. He's going to make sculptures That's and what I edging was thinking. for his yeah. property. Yeah. He has also started a GoFundMe page because everyone does. He wants to finance the complete excavation of his patio to discover just really how many bowling balls are under there. <laughs> I mean, 160, there could be who knows how many more. Oh, my goodness. He explains he originally stopped short because he just wasn't planning on replacing the entire patio. <laughs> Dude, when you're renovating, be prepared for the oh wow, obvious, idiotic, really bizarre. All of them. God, I love Martha, that. You know what I found under the back steps? Money? Jarts. Thousands of jarts. One of them embedded in a very small skull. We don't know what happened. <laughs> This is True Really News. Send email to TITR at netradio.network.